Welcome back to another edition of the Purple Light Podcast. This is the 14th episode of Purp Take, where we do a weekly review of all the biggest news in sports. This is Jamie White joined with Tyler Zeman and Nate slash Nathaniel Breisinger, the hockey insider. I was required to call him that. And Eli, the secret weapon Oxane, a.k.a. our NBA insider. Not required to call him that, but I felt like doing it anyway. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the NHL playoffs, the Premier League, and the NBA playoffs. All right, first we're going to head over to the hockey insider, Nate or Nathaniel Breisinger. All right, so last night we had two of the most exciting games so far in the NHL playoffs. Two game sevens. Last night was Boston Bruins versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. Bruins, once again, have their game seven magic over the Maple Leafs, winning 5-1. From the get-go, Boston was all over Toronto. Uh, The atmosphere there in TD Garden was unbelievable, and... uh, you know, they, they they were just hot from the beginning. John Tavares scoring the only goal for the Maple Leafs, uh, but they never could get going. Tuka Rask stood on his head for the Bruins, and so the Bruins are uh, off to play the Columbus Blue Jackets next round after Blue Jackets swept the number one Lightning. And then the more controversial game last night, San Jose Sharks, Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas hopped out to a 3-0 lead, but late in the third period, Cody Eakin was given a five-minute major penalty, sort of controversial on a hit on Joe Pavelski, which, honestly, he never hit him in the head, so it probably should have just been a two-minute interference call, but they gave Cody Eakin a five-minute major, and therefore you can score as many goals on a five-minute major penalty. And San Jose happened to score four goals. In 11 minutes. Yeah, four goals. And then, but Vegas did end up tying it late in uh, the third period, but then... uh, Barkley Goudreau ended up scoring the OT winner for San Jose, sending them off to the second round. So definitely a controversial game there. And San Jose will take on Colorado in the next round. So speaking on uh, their matchup with Colorado and Boston's matchup with Columbus, do you think those teams are going to be hot considering they knocked out the uh, number one seeds and this is the first time in NHL playoff history that the number one seeds will not be continuing to the next round? I think Columbus will be hot, definitely, because, I mean, 4-0 sweep over the best team in the league. And I just think Columbus's roster is pretty stacked. I think they have great depth forwards and defensive-wise. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky uh, has played well in net so far. Colorado, on the other hand, they have some great stars in Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog. Uh, Miko Rantanen, but other than that, their depth is pretty weak. So I don't know. San Jose is another team that's very deep. So I ju- I just don't think Avalanche are going to continue their hot streak here. So and you think the length of these series that uh, the Sharks and the Bruins played through are going to affect them? Uh Bruins definitely. I just I don't know. They don't have as many young guys. Like I mean, they do, but I just feel like it would have them more effect on them. Tukarask is uh, an older goalie. He faced a lot of shots, especially um, in uh, Game 7. So, I don't know. I feel like it would affect them more than San Jose. San Jose is just – they're a different type of team. I mean, they they have some good leadership, and I just feel like it's it's not going to affect them as much. All right, next we're going to head over to Zeman, who has some news around the Premier League and the tight race uh, it is to compete for the number one spot. Indeed. So tonight there is a big matchup um, that could pretty much decide the fate of two teams and what they will be getting at the end of the season. Man City take on Manchester United. 
uh, tonight. And if City win, it's going it's going to look very good for them as they will be a solid point, only a point ahead of Liverpool. But with the remaining schedule, they will. They have the remaining schedule for City is pretty easy. Um, so it's it's going to be hard to see them drop points. Um, but like this game is pretty much uh, two sided because if United win, they will move up into a Champions League spot, which will be very crucial uh, for their uh, for their future success. As like as they brought in this new manager and recently appointed um, him as their formal manager. Um, until pretty much fired or the, they part ways. Um, so getting in the Champions League for Manchester United will be a huge success and help them grow and rebuild this team because it's hard to bring in players um, in the summer and in January when you have to tell them you won't be competing in the Champions League. Like It's every player's dream to play in the Champions League, and it's easier to reject... Uh, a, a big club like this um if they if they haven't had recent su- success in Europe um and that's pretty much the the total race it's it pretty much comes down to this big game if city can get over um a struggling manchester united uh their fate of winning the prem it looks very good all right lastly we're going to head over to eli the secret weapon oxing to talk about the NBA playoffs. So the first round of the NBA playoffs usually isn't that exciting because. Well, what, hold on now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Zima, what did you say off microphone slash camera? What did you say about the first round of the NBA playoffs? It is the worst. No, you're such a liar. Uh, it is. It is the most boring time of the of the playoffs, but also the most exciting. He said boringest. I just wanted him to say that. All right, continue, Eli. It is. It can be the boringest time because <laughs> it is where we most often see sweeps in the playoffs. So the Bucks swept the Pistons, which really weren't a match without uh, Blake Griffin being right. injured. Yeah. Uh, Celtics swept the Pacers, who had Victor Oladipo injured, so they also didn't really have much of a chance. Um, the 76ers beat the Nets in five games. The Nets did put up somewhat of a fight. It was a very physical series for sure. Yeah, but after the first game by the Nets, it all kind of fell apart and 76ers took control. And then the Raptors and the Magic. The Magic kind of shocked the world in the first game, beating the Raptors, first game of the playoffs. But after that, Raptors did their thing and won in five games, making the East pretty boring. Like They, they like to have it. Yeah. Um, in the West... There's some more interesting stuff going on. The Warriors and the Clippers, still, that looks like it's going to be a five-game series. Warriors up 3-1. But the Clippers weren't supposed to win a game at all. Yeah. Clippers also shocked the world in the first game of the playoffs, taking one from the Warriors with their grit and not much else because they don't have much going for themselves. Patrick Beverly was a machine. Yeah. But besides that, there's the Rockets and the Jazz, which I believe that's also 3-1. Yeah, it's 3-1. That's expected to be a five-game series after yeah. tonight. So, Trailblazer, Trailblazers sorry, and Thunder was just ended last night with Damian Lillard's fantastic buzzer beater from half court to yeah, seal amazing. the series. Yeah. 
that was a little more interesting because there's the whole dynamic between Russell Westbrook and Damian Lillard, but that game, that series was pretty much over before it started, ending in five games for the Trailblazers. And the Nuggets and the Spurs, sadly, not two of the most interesting teams, but it looks like it's going to be the most interesting series for the playoffs because they are currently, the Nuggets are up 3-2 on the Spurs. Hopefully, Spurs can take a game and bring it to a game seven to give us all some some form of entertainment in this first round. But it looks like overall the favorites are going to win every series. Yeah, and it's crazy because the Nuggets were so hot at the beginning of the year and to see them fall the way they did to play a team like the Spurs. But still, if they're barely hanging on, I can only imagine what they'd do against a team like the Rockets or the or the Trailblazers. Yeah, so it's looking like maybe Nuggets Spurs can bring some interesting things to the playoffs, but right now it's looking to go as things are expected to go and it'll be a much more interesting second round. Yeah, and speaking on that, going back to the Thunder uh, Trailblazers matchup, the Thunder and Russell Westbrook out of the playoffs in the first round again. So everyone knew Kevin Durant was a generation type of player when he went to the Warriors, but still, like the question remains, can Russell Westbrook do it by himself and actually compete for a title in Oklahoma City? I don't know. I mean, Paul George... Paul George is great, too, which sucks. Has been helping, but it's just his... Russell Westbrook's way of playing has kind of been his undoing. And I think it's the third year he's averaged a triple-double, and that stat line has kind of stopped becoming impressive and more criticism towards him because he's not helping his team anymore. Right. All the individual success and no team success. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Purple Light Podcast. This has been Purple Take, where we do a weekly review of all the biggest news in sports. This has been Jamie White joined Tyler Zeman, Nate Slash Nathaniel Bryce Singer, and Eli Ott saying now signing off.